Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school, you're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Hey, girlfriends. It's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up? It is Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. I'm Jasmine Brand. I'm Laura Mora. And I'm Millie's. Millie's, welcome to Lip Service for the first time. Thank you. You're a virgin up here. How many tattoos do you have? A lot. It's like one all together. It's one all together. Do you know how many? Nah, I started getting them. Like, I didn't get it how people, like, wrap their arms and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. I started with, like, one, two, three, four, five, six. And then I just started wrapping everything, making it cohesive. How much do you think your body's worth in tattoos? Do you know how much you spent? Um, not, Not crazy. Maybe, like. 15,000 or something. Nothing crazy. How old were you the first time you got a tattoo? And what was your first tattoo? 13. Okay. Ooh. I got I got this right here. It okay. was like my little crew at the time. But <laughs> I got it from a girl in the park. She had like Indian ink. You know what yeah, Indian ink is? No. You put the like needle. Like a Hannah type tattoo. Hannah, but, but it's like you put in it, but you really pierce mm-hmm. on the skin. You put the needle. You dip you the needle in the mm-hmm. ink. Something. I don't know. Okay. She was dipping the needle in the ink. Puncture my skin. Puncture my That's skin. Like Punct- she that hit was- me here wild times and I, I had to try to hold it down. And I ended up on, um, I walked back to my house and I threw up in the bushes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. oh Trying to be goodness. tough in the meantime. Yeah. Who were you with? Yeah, I was with my friends. We all got it. Oh, you all got it. Because it was a crew all- thing. It was like our yeah. gang initiation. Everybody probably threw up on the way Were home. you only when it threw up? <laughs> I don't know, because we went our separate ways. Yeah, know? everybody probably was like, ooh, thank God we split up. That was yeah. the first tattoo was like that. I cussed him out. How old son, was he? He was 14. Mm-hmm. About, yeah, like 14, 15. Yep. He came home, and he thought he was slick. He put LLC, Long Live Cole, my friend's daughter that passed away. He, thought it was, he did it right here. And it's kind of like... Yeah, but like, you can't get mad for the R.I.P. hat. Right. That's why My yeah. second tat was yeah. another R.I.P. hat. I went big. My best friend died. My mother can't tell me nothing. Right. <laughs> 
right there because my mom really don't like tattoos like at all well you definitely Still don't, don't care <laughs> no nah, i did though like i really paced it for her you know this mean? is pacing it I paced it until <laughs> she accepted it. Okay. Like I would have been blasting my neck and blasting my face <laughs> if it was up to me. But as my success grew and I'm like, mom, I'm never getting you a job. Go. Like, I'm not going to be working in corporate. Yeah. Are you going to get any more? Um, yeah, but like, like I got to still do my ribs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Little what did your mom want you to do? Like in her head, what was ideal? Nothing. She wanted you to oh, do I thought you were talking about tattoos. Oh, I was no, say no, nothing. Like, no, she didn't want you to nothing was ideal. You said you had to let her know you wasn't, you know, going to get a corporate job. But what, what in her head did she think you you were going to be? I don't know. I got in trouble so fast that I think she just wanted me to do anything but be in trouble. <laughs> I don't care what you do. Just don't yeah, go to jail. Yeah, for real. Because she really wanted me to go to college. Mm-hmm. But I was always in like special education. So she kind of knew that college was out of the mm-hmm. realm of possibilities, mm-hmm. you know. And, and you are from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Yeah. And that's where Harvard is, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And MIT. MIT. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she yeah. probably was like, oh, my son going to Harvard. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe not. <laughs> How far is Cambridge from Boston? Because I know everybody thinks Massachusetts automatically is like Boston. I mean, Cambridge is like, like. so you ever been to the TD Garden in Boston, where Boston Celtics play? Yeah, Family? I have. It's like two minutes from there. Although being from New York, you feel like I can't really be in Boston, Boston like games like that. Like that. <laughs> not the Celtics. Uh, yeah. Now it's like five minutes from Boston. Now, Millie, you was telling me that we did meet uh, previously <laughs> in Atlanta. <laughs> Tell the yeah. story, please. Yeah, what happened? That's when um, <laughs> I li- I remember this night. So go ahead. I don't, that's crazy that you remember that. Um, damn, that was like at like All Star Weekend or <laughs> BT Weekend, something like that. Some type of weekend. And I was real young, and I was in, I was in, yeah, Club Compound, I believe. And it was mad stars. It was my first time being in the club with like OD stars, like. You know, I don't want to say who was there because it got crazy, but the club got shot up mm-hmm. and everybody had to run out and get evacuated. And while everybody's running out, I saw you and I'm like, yo, I know we're running and it's like a shooting in there right now, but I'm a big fan of yours. You know what I mean? Was that nice? Yeah, you were super cool. Hell yeah. <laughs> was I at least nice. Yeah. I was drunk. I was I'm like, I was, nah, she, I think she was blasted up. Mm-hmm. I remember that night because I think I had on white and somebody like spilled a drink on me. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you know the things you remember. Right. Like, I could never wear that outfit again. I think it's, it was brand new. So, yeah, shout out to Club Compound. <laughs> Shoot out to Club Compound. <laughs> Shoot out to Club Compound. But let's talk about your um, trajectory as an artist. And then, you know, we got to get into your personal business because this is lip service. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That part. Uh, so, that um, part. <laughs> you've been knowing you wanted to do music since you were uh, a youngin, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember what your early raps were like and what you were talking about? Mm, yeah, I was like talking about like low level drug dealing and shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> was it but like emotional really pain doing? shit. Yeah, I was yeah. rapping about what I was doing. I started mm-hmm. like sounding weed young. So, you know, you're going to rap about, I always look at it like, like rapping's like an action movie sometimes. So you're naturally going to think of the most um, intense things in your life, mm-hmm. extreme things in your life. Okay. You know, so whatever you got going on with your most extreme moments, your, your mind is going to drift to those and you're going to, you know, put that into the music. So at the time I was just rapping about whatever's the most extreme to me and trying to put some similes and metaphors and bar work together. And shit yeah, because like you really care about lyrics. Hell Everybody's yeah. not like that. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody's not like that at all. Yeah. I feel like you feel you feel like you didn't get a lot of support locally at first. 
Um, like yeah. as far as radio and I mean, I didn't get a lot of support na- locally, nowhere. nationally, <laughs> near, nowhere. Why do you think that is? I think maybe uh, people got like preconceived notions of me or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just a different thing. Like what I'm trying to do. People to see like a white kid, like even how I talk, like on the internet, sometimes people are like, oh my God, it's accent and shit. Like, <laughs> but it'll be like white people that like live in the mountains and shit. And you know, I'm from a different neighborhood. Mm-hmm. So I just speak like everybody that I've been around, shit like that. So I think it's pretty much uh, just preconceived notions, or maybe they just don't understand it, you know what I mean? Because I'm trying but to do something. But there's people new. that early on who are artists that gravitated towards you. Oh, hell yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like the streets and like my neighborhood and like everybody always fucked with me. Like right. all like rap. If I ever got in front of a rapper in life, they was like, oh no, you hard. I've never been in front of a rapper ever that's like heard my shit and be like, nah. Right. Like, I mean, like a hundred for a hundred, like, so I knew like I was validated, like in the streets or even when a lot of, even me growing up, like P, I was one of the only white boys, people be like, rap, little white boy, I heard you could rap and I'm just rapping like, I, like you could pull my string and I'm just rapping, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, I was getting that validation, but what was the question? Oh, no, I was just talking about other artists actually did like Jada Kiss. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Heavy. You're Hell actually, yeah. what's your situation with So Raspy? So I met Kiss in 2015, 14, 15, something like that when I moved to New York. And um, I did a record with them in 2016, some shit like that. And you know Ice Pick J? Mm-hmm. Yeah, rest in peace, Ice Pick J. He was the one who told Kiss, like, nah, this kid could sing, he could rap, he could do all of that. You should mm-hmm. put him down with the imprint. So just from there, me and Kiss started, you know, he, he put his arm around me. Mm -hmm. But pretty much just, you know, have me go femme for myself, too. Like, you know, go figure it out. But I'm there if you need me type shit. I heard you were supposed to be on Love & Hip Hop at one point. Yeah. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, what happened? Yeah. Yeah, I got casted for Love & Hip Hop. It would have been been one of the worst things that happened to me, though. Why you say that? Love & Hip Hop New York. Yeah. All right, so Because at the time, like, I had been rapping for so long. (laughs) And I'm like, damn, something got to give. Like, (laughs) something. I was like... And so I convinced myself in my mind, I'm like, all right, something's going to shake with this. Like, I'm going to be able to get a national audience. Yeah. And they're going to let me be in the studio and show my rapping skills off. That was in my mind. Like, mm-hmm. That wasn't going to happen. That's in everybody's like, mind when they sign up. Right. Yeah. So. <laughs> Doesn't happen like yeah. that. I signed up with this girl. It would have been like. Were y'all really dating or was it nah, a situation yeah, where you were trying you... to pretend y'all was dating? Yeah. Like. Yeah, like, somebody, somebody kind of like, you know, put us together type shit. Did she end up on the show? Nah. Okay, so what happened then? So we got casted to the show. And um, I'm not going to lie. Like, I don't, uh, I don't want to, you know, talk <laughs> like bad on her. But we started having arguments even before the show started. Like, we're not even dating. And I'm like, right? you're not even my girl. This is crazy. <laughs> dating shit for the show. So I'm fake getting scared and Kiss is like, yo, don't do that shit. I'm telling you. But I got no emotion. I'm like, bro, I'm living in the Bronx. I'm in a bad apartment right now. Like, I got to be on TV, bro. Fuck that. Like, you know. um, And yeah, like Mona loved me. It was good. They they casted me. And then the first week of uh, going to shoot, like you get your shooting schedule. And they had me on the days, but then like the day of, they was like, you're going to get a call. And I didn't get a call that day of. And another day went by and another day. And then the week went by. And I'm already like greenlit to be in the show and all of that. So I'm just waiting. I got my wardrobe, a bunch of shit with no logos on it. TV. (laughs) 
it was bad drip too. I'm like, like, damn, like my drip would have been bad. <laughs> um, and yeah, they just called me like like the next week, and we're like, yeah, um, they decided to go with the regular cast, like the the old school cast, damn. just do like an old school. So it at the time, no, it was like yeah. I'm I'm like I'm super like godly and I God guides me through my whole process so that was God saying like yeah don't mm-hmm. do that because there's mad things that I chased and the God just <laughs> now wait yeah. now back let's talk about this girl you're supposed to be on with is it somebody that we know like that who we would know is she like an Instagram girl or is she an artist uh, is she an artist inspiring. yeah it was but okay. okay so what were y'all arguing about yeah bro I don't know she <laughs> She was like, we got to make this real. Yeah. They got to argue now. She was so, just spazzing on me. I don't she know. She was getting jealous or? I don't know. She was just calling me and blitz on me about communication or something. And I'm like, oh, this is going to go wrong. Because then I <laughs> realized like, TV. yeah, it would be great TV, but not for me. Right. Because there's nothing really you could do. You know what I mean? It's like she could just have a scene and just get up and throw a bottle of Reposado at my head. And then now just the guy who got hit with a bottle of Reposado on TV. We like Blanco so we could promote. Did you ever tell her shit. like, yo, like, this is not real for real? Like, Yeah, hell yeah. And I was like, yo, we got to be on the same page. Like, follow my lead. I'm going to bring you to the promised land. Like, follow my lead. <laughs> And she could not want to follow you. Nah, she wasn't gonna follow my lead. It's so funny to me that even Jada Kiss is like, no, nah, don't do it. Right. right. Oh, like, he was still... av- he was avidly against it. But the fact that you went so <laughs> Yeah, the drip with no logos. And then said, you had yeah. to call him and be like, Yeah, they ain't never <laughs> have, you yeah, it's in- over. have you bumped into the girl lately? No. Did y'all at least like fool around? I got love for her though. Yeah. Okay. I got love for her. Okay. Nah, I didn't even Fool around. <laughs> I didn't even, I didn't even fool, fool around. Fool around. You ain't never nah, kissed nothing. Nope. <laughs> Are you a kisser? Yeah, but like seldomly. That's like to me. That's like eating pussy. Like you can't just eat any pussy and you can't kiss any girl. So wait a minute. Yeah, you pussy. compare two different things. You compare. Nah, like eating pussy is way higher. Actually, okay. like. I would hope. But but I'm just saying, like I can't like you know how like there's like cultures. I think even in you know. Like like the college culture or whatever, or like there's cultures of people that just kiss, they see each other in the like Jersey Shore, right? Like they go get. That's what I was trying to think. Yeah, yeah they'll I get it. Just yeah, and they'll just kiss a stranger. Yeah. Like that's wow, crazy yeah. to me. Like you, that's kissing is very intimate. Like that's so funny you say if that. If you kiss a girl, like that's like a higher form of intimacy it's while you fucking. Yeah, I know this one girl. She's so funny. Like she's a really good friend of mine, and when we go out, she just be like randomly making out with people. Sometimes she always been like this. That's so it's weird. Crazy. Randomly made out with somebody at one of um, Angela's event, and they told me the next day. I was like, "I did what?" Oh, she didn't remember. I didn't remember. I was like, "Wait, why? I did what?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah." Like he grabbed you and he kissed you and you kissed him back. I thought, "Oh shit!" I know that's right. That's That's like a fun time. Yeah. I'm jacked. <laughs> so, so you like it now? <laughs> yeah, but Rand, but I get what you're saying. Like I, it takes it's a while before though. I kiss somebody. But yeah. so, okay, but you would have sex with somebody and not kiss them for sure. See now, that's kind of weird. You can't get pregnant from kissing. No, it's but. not. That's like a, like a girl if like I because I could have unemotionless sex. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Why? it's more emotion like this. Don't you feel like sex is better when it's emotional? For sure. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, I have the ability to have <laughs> emotional sex. I think, I think God, a lot of guys I mean, the probably best, do have No, yeah, the if you're a real man, emotional, but it's like you got too much you estrogen in you if you, could, if you get attached to every girl you have sex with. Oh. 
Do you think that as you've gotten older that um, you've been more selective about it? For sure. Okay. Have yeah. you ever had sex with somebody and then later on been like, I can't believe I did that? Yeah, when I was young, all the time. <laughs> all the time. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm like, I'm, I'm like in the neighborhood, you know? So you got to pick from your selection sometimes. And, you know, like we just, you you trap in the neighborhood and then you get blasted and then it's like, whoever's left. Oh, my God. You know? <laughs> Who's ever left? What age did you lose your virginity? Like 13. Same age you got a tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> How was that experience? Hell of a year. Did you know what you were I got doing? 13 tattoos on my I face. Was like, oh, I was going like, to yeah. that's his lucky number. Uh-huh. Yeah, I played out in roulette, all of that. That's actually my birthday, January 3rd. So 13 is like my lucky yeah. number too. That's tough. Mm-hmm. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate yourself self-care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, hey, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self-care is important to keep you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boost the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional-grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment, no maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. 
It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So um, what was your virgin- losing your virginity experience like? <laughs> No bullshit. I don't really remember because like I was just getting introduced to alcohol. So I really got like blasted. But it was quick, though. OK, she told you that you knew that much. And <laughs> nah, I just knew it. Like, OK, like, OK, it was quick. <laughs> was Did you um, before you had sex, like were you doing things like masturbating and all of that? You knew how to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was. You ever get caught masturbating by your parents? Nah. Nah. About your mom. You know how you guys are. Um... No, I knew my schedule because, like, my mom worked until, like, <laughs> my, my mom worked until, like, 6 p.m. or something like that. So when I get home, I know I got, like, a cool, like, two hours. It's like seventh grade. You know what I mean? Did you watch porn while in seventh nah. grade while masturbating or you just get home and masturbate? Nah, yeah, I just, you know, yeah, think about it. How do you guys know how to masturbate? At that age. Yeah, at that age. I don't know. I think it's just, like, uh, Natural. By accident first, you be in the shower, Uh-oh. washing your dick, and then yeah. you be like, this is just Something. great. <laughs> I haven't thought about this in a long time. Because <laughs> I can see your mind on the shout right. Out, shout out to lip service. <laughs> what about wet dreams? Did you have a lot of wet dreams as a kid? When I was young, yeah. <laughs> Did so you does, come? does every boy have wet dreams? Is that a- I feel like every... Yeah, yeah. no, a wet dream is yeah, only a wet dream if you come. It's not wet then, it's a dry dream. Is- yeah, that's a dry dream. <laughs> That's a dry dream. <laughs> hmm. You kind of think that I ever notice a wet spot. And you have two sons, so. That's why I'm like, uh, <laughs> did I have a, you never what? seen their baby? Like, why? Well, it? William sweats when he sleeps. Like, you sure he sleeps? Really <laughs> now he's that's saying a, that's that. That's a diversion. Sure? <laughs> and now he's saying that. I'm like, ew. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. <laughs> now, you were in, um, in a relationship, right? When's, when's the last time you've been in one? Because I know you have somebody that. No, I'm in one. You are in one. Oh, it's okay. Did you look at your you ring? You looked at your ring? Y'all got no, a promise ring? No, I was literally ring? just looking at like, no, my ring. Yeah. Your, no, you did look at that. No, I was ring. thinking about the um the, the women's game yesterday. When, mm. yeah, she, what she does, no, at the what ring. does it have to do with that? You you just really, she was pointing at the ring. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. Okay. I guess that's a good. I got ADHD. Don't mind me. Okay. So you guys are on right now. How long have y'all been together? Wow. Like, a like five years, something like that. Five years um, continuously. Mm-hmm. What is it like to deal with you in a like? Who do you think is um, in the relationship? Who's the more difficult person? Me. Mm-hmm. You said that fast. Yeah. I guess. What's the most difficult know? part about dealing with? I you? think because it's like my life hit like a couple different 
you know, um, phases. So I, I always been like a local celebrity, mm-hmm. but then, you know, I've had just my straight grinding mode. And then I started transitioning to like being a real rapper, like mm-hmm. a real schedule, really booked, really have emotion. And I think that was like the hardest thing to deal with because shit switches. Things that you're accustomed to all of a sudden aren't the same anymore. Like, give me an example. Like, what, what switches? I mean, we could walk in Central Park before or something. Like, it's clipped now. Like, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We could go out to certain places. It's just certain places I'm not showing up to. I'm not going to certain family functions. I'm not, I'm not doing a lot of, like, normal things that I used to do. Mm-hmm. Why not the family functions, right. though? I mean, I will. I'm just saying. It's like... It's, it's a thing now when you do family stuff. Yeah, you know, it's just different in general. Mm-hmm. So for her... Because sometimes I feel like guys, you know, they they're with you but and like you say you know you're the one that's the problem do you feel like yeah not that i'm just the one that's the problem but i just feel like yeah more problems because even to like date like a rapper you got to go through you know some shit mm-hmm. what is so what does she do for a living oh I, I keep it private okay just because it's like i don't really like share too much of my personal life mm-hmm. because you know it's dangerous too is like, she from new york or is she from Boston. Oh, she's from Boston. Okay, she's from Boston. That's Back cool. home. So, does her family like you? Mm-hmm. Are you sure? Because mm, you smile when you sucks. said <laughs> No, they do. They do? Okay. Yeah. Have they always liked you or did it take some getting accustomed to? Yeah, they always like me. Okay. And does your mom like her? Yeah. All right. That's good. Is this someone you knew growing up or someone you met? Um, I met. Mm-hmm. I kind of knew growing up, but not really, though. Okay. I kind of met like later on in life. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And so now you're at a point where, well, for the past few years where things are really um, popping off for you. And it's been a long road and a long journey. What would you say to people that are, you know, in the game as artists? And it does take a while sometimes because I don't, I don't think there's a lot of stories of overnight success, right? Sometimes we don't know what the grind is before they got to a certain point that they right. got to. But for you, um, what would you say to people who are in this game trying to come up right now? And it's, it's not easy. Um, you just gotta, you gotta have the heart of a lion. You gotta really, um, put your all in it. Like you have to be 110%. You gotta be courageous. You gotta know that this is like what God wants for you. If, cause if this is really for you, it's going to be embedded in your heart and you're mm-hmm. going to feel it. And you got to just be ready to, um, you know, uh, fail and fail and fail and fail and fail until you win. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, don't think you're just going to get a win. And if you do get a win early, like, you're probably going to lose shortly after. So, mm. Oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> For real, though. Like, that's, that, that's a, See, that feels like a fair to me. Because sometimes we, it's so hard for us to celebrate winning because when things are going well, in your head, you think something bad's about to happen. Yep. No, but I'm saying, like, any person in life, like, I'm sure you couldn't have get, got here without, a, like, a bunch of rejection, a bunch of bad shit happening to you. Like, what I'm saying is people are, like, forged in the fire. So if you have if you have an easy life mm-hmm. and you just had an easy road, you're not going to know how to hold it down. Yeah, you learn, you learn a lot from your losses. Yeah, mm-hmm. so, like, you got to be forged in the fire for this, I feel like. Or you just got to be... You know, if for, for like for the youngins getting in it, they just got to be ahead of their time, mm-hmm. like super ahead of their time. Now, how does this affect your sex life? Right. Are you better in the bedroom when things are going well or when you're going through some shit? Because sometimes guys, when they're going through some shit, they whack. 
<laughs> I was yeah, gonna see you say that, but sometimes the sex could be amazing because they're taking it out on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it could be, it could be, it could be, it could be one of the two. For sure. How is it for you? Um, it just depends what it is that I'm going through. Right. <laughs> sometimes I be going through just being like disciplined and like you know staying on my square and and I'm and I'm not really going out and partying and doing all of that and that's. When I'm going out and partying, I'm probably like a little more in my mode, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But when I'm disciplined, it's, it's different. I'm not thinking about nothing but this wins. Okay. Yeah. Now, what does that have to do with your sex life? When are you better? That's, like in the bedroom? That's what I'm saying. Like when I'm in my party mode and shit like You're that. You're better in the bedroom then? Yeah. Huh. When I'm like on some uh, fucking shit and when I'm living more carelessly. Because I, I, put, I put my years through like, all right, I'm going to go three months of just being on like recording and focusing on this. And then I go three months of, all right, now I'm going to uh, roll out the album, do whatever. And then I'm like three months of all right, chilling. And I feel like that's, you know, my wave. So it just depends what kind of like cycle I'm going through. But mm-hmm. I try to keep it consistent. What about like in the middle of an argument? Are you the type of person that likes to have sex during an argument? I don't even like arguments. <laughs> yeah, like okay. that don't turn me on. Like when girls be like, every dude loves a crazy bitch. Like, I don't believe that. You don't? Like, not okay. me. Hell no. I don't mm-hmm. like that shit. Mm-hmm. So you like a calm girl. Hell yeah. So how do you... Um, calm and submissive. I so was just about to say submissive. that. I was about to say yeah. calm. I what, what took do you the mean words right out of my mouth. Just um, f- like follow my lead, basically. Mm-hmm. Trust me. Yeah, and trust me. And everything is gonna be okay. Have you ever been with a girl who's doing better than you? Like when you were starting out, when you stay in that shitty ass apartment in the Bronx. Yep, holding it down. Um. <laughs> no, but I've had a lot of uh, girls that's doing better than me. Not a lot, but there's I, I've known girls that's doing better than me. You know, more more recently. Mm-hmm. Try to holler at you. Yeah, just talk to me. Right, and. Is that like, okay, what does that do for you, like, confidence-wise? Does it matter to you? Because, you know, some guys can't handle that. Some guys like it. Some guys can't handle it. It'll boost my confidence a little okay. bit. Like, yeah. yeah. This is high-value dick. Yeah. <laughs> How you do? You shut that? Because you have a girlfriend. So what you do? You shut so this them down? This when we, like, on and off a little bit. You know? Oh. But, yeah, okay. when, I, yeah when we when we rocking, I, I, I shut it down. Got it. Or what about, would you ever be like, what, can she join us? Yeah. Nah, it's like different, uh, <laughs> different scenarios. So you you've been together, but when you're on and off, so it's okay to for her to date other people or nah, when you're on nah, and off. Nah. When you're off, he can. Oh yeah, yeah, can. yeah, 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 oh, yeah. Yeah, can. both I of mean, you can. Yeah, you know. Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, hey, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keep you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl Bomb to get the job 
done right. Conair Girl Bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease. Designed with women in mind, these tools boost the sassy Girl Bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision, along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools. No more compromising. So, to all you incredible women out there, treat yourself to a little Conair Girl Bomb magic. Don't settle for anything less than perfection. Elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. Having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. (gasps) What? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Do you tell each other, like, when you get yeah. back on, have you been like, okay, while we was on a break, I was X, Y, and Z, and she tells you too? Or do y'all just 
clean slate. Let's just not even discuss. Um, yeah, we we don't really uh, discuss. You don't want to hear that shit. Yeah, <laughs> but, but does she ask? I would ask. I yeah, I ain't asking. Yeah, I don't think I would ask either. Nah, Unless yeah. something came up, like right. something happened. Yeah. If something happened, but if nothing happened, I'll yeah, just be like, because you know what? To me, the respectful thing is if he was on a break, he was doing what he was doing, and I never hear nothing or see anything that makes Yeah, me hypothetically, think. let's mm-hmm. say like I was out there like booming girls, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, my whole thing has always been like, it got to be respectful to your girl. Like, I think the dudes who's whack, I don't like, I don't believe in monogamy like that. Mm-hmm. I believe that every man, you know, and maybe some women too, but definitely every man and every alpha male, we got something where it's like, like you're going to naturally, it's in your nature to want to hunt and get the kill. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's like a lion going after a gazelle. You got that in your nature. So you'd have to turn that all the way off. That's when you're just being like, faith. so when girls be like, I want somebody who don't cheat, you really want somebody who who's turning off their natural instincts. Like their instincts from nature. Mm. See what I'm saying? So every man cheats. So are you honest so, about but, that? But what I'm saying is, is let like, I don't think it's the worst thing to boom other girls, but I think it's terrible when dudes like will, uh, you know, embarrass their girl. Mm-hmm. I think that's worse. So respectfully than, cheat. Yeah, like I think that's <laughs> I think that's worse than or have an open relationship where look this it's is something like and... that. I just think it's bad when you like embarrass your girl. If you do something to embarrass your like girl, you go have like, a kid. With yeah, you can't. Yeah, you can't. Like, you can't. Or she posting you on yeah, the gram. Yeah, with a, with or if just... another woman calls your girl yeah. and feels like she's able to. Yeah, do Yeah, you that. can't embarrass your girl. You can't. Um, yeah. that, that's the worst to me because like you know. Sex, unemotional sex, that's whatever. But when you like embarrass her, that's hurting her deeply. That's like more of like an emotional level. Like a video, you take mm-hmm. a video, it comes just, out. Just, yeah, just whatever it is. Yeah, you you know? pussy on the video. Right. Like, hey, using that girl's pussy. Fucking <laughs> on like one of her ops or something. Like, you know what I mean? All of that, like, that's like slimy. So I forget how we got there. How <laughs> <laughs> did we get here? I don't even know. I don't know either. He's a cheat respectfully. Yeah, cheat respectfully. <laughs> but are Every you honest? Cheat, are you honest you if she asked you? Like, if, are you honest if say she? Who is this in your phone? Would you be like, okay? Or would you be like, nah? Because she wouldn't go through my phone. Or let's just say it rings and she's sitting right there. Right, let's do all hypotheticals. Yeah, hypothetically. Yeah. Let's just say it rings and you're like. The rest of this interview is all hypotheticals. All right. Got <laughs> okay. It. Okay. Got it. Disclaimer. Yeah. But let's just say it rings. She sent or you're showing her something on your phone. And then it pops up in your messages. Last night was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> and you know you did something. Would you tell the truth or would you be like, oh, she's talking about the show? Um, nah, like, because I don't think she's going to want to hear that truth. <laughs> truth like that. <laughs> okay, that's fair. That would be a terrible truth. Like, mm-hmm. you know, some, sometimes you got to tell the lies so it don't hurt them. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. A little white lie. This is hypothetical, though. Of course, a little white lie. you know, a little white lie. Uh, and you would want her to lie to you too, then? No, I don't want her to do nothing. <laughs> what if she? Would she? If she asked you to invite someone into you guys' relationship, as far as like in a bed, would you be open to that? Um. Or do you, are you guys already doing that? It's not too. No, we don't know. Hypothetically. Hypothetically. Like hypothetically, like maybe, but she, like, I don't know, like. Wifey is like a different type of woman. You know what I mean? You don't like, want that. With yeah, wifey. like it's pure. Mm-hmm. That's 
But uh, what is something All that, that she's, shit, she's been thinking about and something that she's wanted to do? But Oh, yeah, no, she wanted to do it. She wanted to really actively get that off her chest. But I think, like, you know, I've heard scenarios where people have threesomes and shit and the girlfriend punches the dude in the back of his head. And shit, <laughs> like, you know, they can't oh, take oh, it. Like, yeah. <laughs> you're fucking the shit out the girl. Right. You know, look at you. Like, you doing all that? Where are you, you doing? You're doing super hard. Yeah. Well, can you see yourself getting married in that case? Do you believe in that? Honestly, like I like how like them Indian weddings look, like with the with the elephants. You know what I mean. So you just went the party. The party looked lit, and like thinking about like the favors, you know, like don't you got people got to give you wedding gifts, yeah. right? Getting money, cash, inviting all the trappers, but nah, not really because I think it's whack. Like it's like you putting me on a little piece of paper. First of all, like this whole shit is designed by like Western civilization, where it's like you have this. It's it's like it made like love like a business. Mm-hmm. So I don't really well, subscribe. to Marriage is a business, let, For to be sure. clear. There's a but contract it's, it's involved. A, it's a business I'm not trying to subscribe to because it's like, all right, like they gave us like Valentine's Day and they're like, all right, as a man, you buy your woman this this day. Are you nothing? What if I want to give you the world on like July 3rd or you something? You can yeah. do both. You can't do that too. But why do both? Why can't I make my Valentine? That's how I do my shit. You could do that, and then on on Valentine's Day, just Valentine's Day is a dub. Lingerie. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But Valentine's Day is a dub. Do you like lingerie? On your girl? Not on you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you like no, Oscar de la Hoya. Um, it's, 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 Oscar de la Hoya is crazy. It's, it's, it's all right. So not really? You don't care about it? Like, it's not a thing it for you? It's nice. It's not like, I'm like, What oh turns you God. on? Like, um, hypothetically. <laughs> <laughs> no, in real life, not hypothetically. Like, like what do you like? What, yeah. Um, you ever been tied up? Fuck no. What's wrong with what? that? Hell no. I you know, powerful men up. love that. I don't know. I'm, I'm not a powerful man, man. I ain't getting tied up. <laughs> I'm a low power. <laughs> no power in my battery. Um, what do you like? No, I don't like that. I like, um, you know, like just... Uh, Grabbing ass. I don't know what he's doing right this now. Is a neck. Head. Head. This is a neck. Choking. Yeah. Lightly. Okay, light, light choking. choking. Yeah, a little light choke here. Do you hard. like to get choked? It's not hard. No, I don't like to get choked. Well, men like that too. I'm just not into know, like, whatever that is. S and M. S and M. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, I'm okay. not into S and M. Okay. So you like choking? What else you like? I like choking, spit in the mouth a little bit. Okay. Um, okay. You like to change? Risque. Yeah. Only with someone you love, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah, different you really di- different places, like you know, like the movie theater. Okay. Back when it was active. You can go to IPIC. Mm-hmm. What's that? They you know back. the I pick theaters where you could like lay down and, and they um, got blankets and everything so you can't tough. even see what you're yeah. doing. Yeah, you could order or like drinks a lay, for your seat. Or like a, or like a lay flat seat mm-hmm. to Cali or something like that. Okay, you've done you know, that you know, on, on the plane? plane like, no, I haven't, but I'm thinking it would okay, be great. Okay, what you like, would do. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Um, <laughs> where's, the cra- where's the craziest place you've had sex? It's probably like outside. Like, like I got a lot of top outside. Like a lot of top, top. Yeah, I got a lot of top outside. All type of. <laughs> Have you ever had a bad blowjob? For sure. What's a bad? Yeah, a what, bad blowjob. What's that feel like? Like, like your dick swell up. Like, oh. uh-huh. like yeah. A what the fuck they doing? They chew why everybody look in pain right now? <laughs> yeah, too too much teeth. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Too much teeth. I ain't gonna lie. My first time doing it, I definitely scraped up. <laughs> especially, yeah, yeah, yeah. especially if it's a girl that's like trying to go crazy 
Yeah, and she not and doing when it. But she don't know and you ah T. Do you stop ah, her ah, and tell her? Yeah, But she might think that means you like it when you because that's no, 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 no. It sounds ah, sexy. Look, ah, watch your teeth. It sounds like he be like, Whoa. ah, watch your teeth because you don't really want to be like, bitch, stop. <laughs> but that ruined the whole vibe. Yeah, because yeah. then like you know what I mean. You might got not get to where you're trying to go. But <laughs> yeah, the you, know, is you crazy. may not get where you're trying to go. Yeah. What about you? Like your balls lick? For sure. Sucked. He said that so fast. Not not sucked. Like like uh, like lightly. Mm, like okay. Sometimes bitches are try to suck your life up. Nut you. out your nuts. Like, Do you like to I don't get have your nothing. ass eaten? It just didn't sound nah. appealing. You What'd you like ask him? What'd nah. you ask him? Does he like to get his ass eaten out? Oh, you don't mm-hmm. like that. What about the taint? The area in between. That's hot. Yeah. <laughs> it just Hot. can't be nothing where it's like I ain't gonna put my legs up you know what I mean like, <laughs> just the idea of putting your legs up is what yeah, turns you just, off yeah not I the mean, actual act it's just the putting your legs up yeah it's too much <laughs> <laughs> has anybody tried to yeah. slip a finger in it no 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 <laughs> fucking fingers definitely no? okay. maybe a tongue but not a finger uh, okay. what's the strangest thing that you feel like somebody's trying to do to you a woman's trying to do to you um I fucked this white girl one time. Hold on, you're white. That kind of answered my other question. Hold on. Oh, it's just like me saying I fucked this black dude one time. Yeah, probably. What happened? I fucked white girls more than one time, but like I fucked this white girl one time because that wasn't like the majority where I'm from. So like all my first girlfriends was black since sixth grade. I didn't even know another type of girl until I got like 18, 19. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So that's why I say like this white girl one time. Okay. Got and um, she was really from Boston. Like you ever seen a Boston movie oh, like The Departed and like The yeah. Fucking Town. She like loved Mark like Wahlberg. That. Yeah. That's my guy in real life. Yeah. But yeah, um, she probably loved Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> but I remember she, I was living in the projects at the time at Woodrow Wilson and she came upstairs and like... Cause so I live off of like Central Square, like it was like a populated area. I'm trying to think what. There's really no comparison in New York like that, but like, I don't. Not even like West House. I'm trying to think like I don't know. Just picture like a populated strip, like, okay, but not Times Square though. Mm-hmm. And um, we would go like and find girls out there. You know what I mean? We found this one chick, and uh, she was with a bunch of people and shit. And we came back to the house, but we was like different cultures because she's really from. She was either from like Charlestown or like Southie, like like super Boston. Yeah, like, super Boston. Okay. Like, and um, and we got to fucking, and she just kept saying like like um. This was before I'm hip to like you know like slap me like choke me but sh- like she was saying like like squeeze my nipples mm-hmm. and my nipples are sensitive as it is so like I'll be thinking like you know, I don't want like you know what I mean but she's like no harder harder like, she like she want bruises and shit oh. like that and so you I, was like. Yeah, and I'm like, so all right, I'll turn, it, yeah. it, I'll turn it up a little bit more. Like, <laughs> I'm turning turn the heat up. up. <laughs> he said, I'm turning up a little bit more. Yeah, so I'm like, turn, she's like, turn it up more. You know what I mean? So I'm turning it, revving the engine a little bit more. And, um, You're funny. <laughs> That's different. And then, yeah, and then she, but she just kept being like, no. And then, and like, and then she like, slap me. And I'm like, nah, you, I know, like, dudes go to jail for this type right. of shit. Like, <laughs> now I know, like, in the bedroom, it's all right, like, a little slap, like, just the four fingers, though. Like, four, not five. Yeah, like, if you not got all. your hand, or, like, on and her. And it gotta be open. If you got not your close. hand, like, kind of, like, on her neck and just, like, like, pop, pop. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like a little pop, Like pop. what? 
Yeah, the pat, 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 you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> so you, okay, so you did all of that. Yeah, she did just you kept like trying it? to, no, she, nah, I was kind of hard. She was giving too many instructions. Lie, like, this is yeah. what's funny about guys, because guys will still keep going. They'll go along and do with it. it. Yeah. they be like. Because I'm trying to get where I'm going. Right. <laughs> but That's the main key of this show, when you're trying to get where you're going. But you got to have limits, you know what I mean? You got to hit so the brakes on it. So it didn't turn you her. off in any way, though? No, it was turning me off because I started thinking about, like, catching a case or something. Like, I'm like, is this for, like... <laughs> is you setting me up? Yeah, like, you want me to put bruises on you? Like, you know, that's not going to go well, so... <laughs> did you finish? I can't even... No bullshit. I can't even remember, like... Yeah, did I, you get to where you was trying to go? I can't even remember. That's the crazy thing. I'm just remembering us in the bedroom and then <laughs> us, her in the in the bathroom. It's like Bang Bros or something. Like oh, yeah, okay. like I don't really no bullshit. I think I did though, but like okay. I don't really remember. You had to force it. I was kind of traumatized. Yeah. Like he was like, "Thank God, <laughs> finally!" Got, All right, he got I'm PTSD good. just thinking yeah. about it just now. He's like, Ugh. especially like when I was nice when I was young. Like I was like a little nicer to girls than mm -hmm. when I grew up. Why do you think that is? Because once I grew up, I realized like girls don't really like respect that. You know what I mean? You think girls don't like nice guys? I think it's you start. They don't. Off, they don't. I'm gonna keep it. A, I think I'm gonna keep it a trillion. You think so? Because I think it's like women all get of that. Older. Like I see the shit women write. Like I want you, maybe as like like a more mature woman. Like I don't know, but I'm talking about like. Maybe like twenty three. To I don't want 30, super nice. Yeah. I don't want right. a super nice guy. That's what I'm saying. You definitely don't. You yeah. need somebody to be like. All right, I don't want to like. Okay, jazz. Like enough. Yeah. 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 I don't want super and nice. It's like all of that. Like when they be like, "Yo, I want the good morning, beautiful text." Like I don't really believe that. Like when my when my man apply, I say I ain't calling in three days. Got a little mom on. <laughs> 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 Tired of hair removal tools that just don't cut it? Conair Girl Bomb gives you smooth, flawless results while putting you firmly in control. From achieving that silky smooth skin to boosting your inner confidence, Conair Girl Bomb is all about helping you elevate your self care game. Whether it's creating a hype playlist, hey, throwing yourself into a hobby, or scheduling some me time, self care is important to keep you feeling confident and empowered. It's time to take your hair removal routine to the next level. You can trust Conair Girl bomb to get the job done right conair girl bomb gives you the secret weapons for achieving powerful results with ease designed with women in mind these tools boost the sassy girl bomb grip for unparalleled handling and precision along with professional grade blades to deliver results that you used to only get from men's tools no more compromising so to all you incredible women out there treat yourself to a little conair girl bomb magic don't settle for anything less than perfection elevate your grooming game with Conair Girl Bomb. Available now at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher. I'm so excited to tell you about the brand new series of The Girlfriends. In season one, we told you about the murder of Gail Katz at the hands of my ex-boyfriend, Bob. At one point, a woman's torso washed up on Staten Island and was misidentified as Gail. She spent nine years in Gail's grave, and then she just disappeared. It's almost like it's become this moral obligation to find her. And that's what we're going to do. Find this missing girlfriend and tell her story. With the help of some of your favorite girlfriends from season one, like my producer, Anna. Oh, my God. My friend, Dr. Mindy Shapiro. Hi, it's Dr. Shapiro, and I'd like to speak with the deputy medical examiner. And, of course, Gail's sister, Elaine Katz. 
having no closure, it kills you. Join us as we try to solve a 35-year-old cold case. It's not going to be easy, but it's going to be one hell of a ride. <gasps> what? I can't believe this. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am like I am where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, if no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Delve into the visceral world of hip-hop with the Gangster Chronicles, a podcast that aims to unravel the intricate tapestry of one of music's most influential and misunderstood subgenres, gangster rap. Hosted by MC8 and Big Steels every Thursday, each episode provides an in-depth exploration into the formative artists, monumental albums, and socio-political factors that have shaped gangster rap from its emergence in the 80s to its enduring impact today. Gangster Chronicles unpacks the evolution of this uniquely American art form. We dive into the socio-cultural aspects that gangster rap boldly addressed, from police brutality to systemic racism, offering listeners a comprehensive understanding of the profound cultural significance this genre holds. Listen to the Gangster Chronicles on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's go. Do you like nice girls? Yeah. I love nice girls. Okay. And if I'm just on some fucking shit, I like an airhead, a good airhead. <laughs> okay. You know what fair. I mean? Yeah. That seems so whack, though. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, because I wouldn't like a guy who was dumb who I couldn't I have either. a conversation like, oh, this with. Nigga. Like, yeah. get me out of here. But you know what? It just shows you that men and women are turned on by different things. Dang, like, I need a good conversation, too. If he's stupid, I'm going to be like, all right. Yeah, I, I but have But that's some- where it's like, all right, so do y'all only... Like, could you, like, have y'all ever had unemotional sex? Yeah, like, I have. No, but I mean to the point, like, you really don't give a fuck. Knowing before you don't give a fuck and after you don't give a fuck. To the point where even if he didn't text you after, you'd be like, so? I used to talk to this guy, and it was when I was, like, maybe, like, 24 years old. Mm-hmm. And he used to be so, he told me later in life. He was like, I used to hate the fact that, like, I would come over. I would be chilling with you. I think everything's straight. And then you just wouldn't call me. Cause I just you, you seem know. like that though, but you seem driven. <laughs> I was definitely working I think a lot back like, then. Like driven women are different too. And he told me that he was like, I hated that. Like I would be like, damn, did she not give a fuck about me at all? But guys like that, I feel like. Yeah, that's like a little that adds a little mystique because more girls are like super on it. Because like, they're not used to it. Like guys like that, they think that every time. Because guys also think that every woman wants to be in a relationship. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, they, and they that's do not, for at least yeah. three days. <laughs> well, no, for at least a week. Like if, like, 
It's, I think the thought of like, like, like if you have sex with somebody and they're not, like, you're gonna naturally think it's the. I feel like I want a guy to like me and care about. That's me. what I'm saying. Me. I don't know if I necessarily want him to be like, "Hey, would you be my girl?" Right. But like, whereas like a, whereas like a guy like like I can have sex with somebody and I don't care. I want them to like me like as a person, like not like yeah. I'm a piece of shit, but not like me like like me like. Right. Me, like, like you don't want to be too attached. Like, all right, you gotta relax. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like every woman's gonna have just kind of it's a womanly thing to have. Oh, I've had like I want him to like me. I dated you know a guy mean? once and like I had just gotten out of a relationship. And he gave me this whole, um, you know, speech ahead of time where a disclaimer, he was like, like, just so you know, I don't want to be in a relationship, da, 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 da. And I was like, all right. And then we started dating and then he decided he wanted to be in a relationship. Yeah. But in my head the whole time, yeah. you know, I just got out of one. I was mm -hmm. happy not being in one. I was dating other people. But then people. you swerved him after, like you weren't like calling him and shit like no, that. No, but like we dated. But then when he told me like, you know, I was like, you told me you didn't want to be in a relationship. I wasn't even looking at you like that. And I just feel like sometimes guys automatically assume. Yeah. You know, you can't do that. Like when you, I say it, I mean it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You can't like you can't do that because you feel guys automatically think women want relationships, and that's not. And sometimes we do, but there are times some, that we yeah. don't. We don't, right? Yeah. And sometimes we think we do, and then we we'd be like, fuck no, exactly. we don't. after yeah. the fact. Yeah. You know, so I just want to say for all y'all out there dating, if you're trying to put that disclaimer, like. Calm down. We might not even want your ass. Relax. Like right. Relax. Especially though, like like with the driven driven women. You know what I mean? Like women with ambitions and goals. Cause there's some chicks just waiting around to get chose. Like mm -hmm. that's their whole shit. They wake up in the morning and they get pretty and they go on social media and yeah. they hope I hope the person I want chooses me today. Not even the person, somebody. Yeah. God bless her. Yeah. Have you right. been catfish? Get up and go. For sure. <laughs> I could tell. I knew it. Have yeah. you been what? Why you knew catfish. It? I could just tell because you said, just the way you just said it about yeah. women getting pretty and doing all of that. <laughs> What's the worst catfish situation you've had? Um, I think like going to the club once. Like, no, damn, there's a lot of catfish situations, <laughs> but I never like you know, went far with like a catfish. Like, right. Because as soon as I realized you had catfish, it's clipped. Was it that it was not the same person or was it that her pictures were so filtered, photoshopped yeah. and filtered? Yeah, they photoshopped the and shit angles. out. They even know how to angle their yep. bodies different. Yeah. Like, yeah. show up looking like a whole wildebeest, like <laughs> crazy. And, and, but in the, you look like, you know. Yeah, you're funny. Yeah. <laughs> How do you get out of it? You just be like, would you tell, would you be honest? Would you be like, like, you ain't what you looked like in the picture or? No, nah, I'm not saying that. I'm going to just get out of there. Because that would be a nice thing to do, right? To just be honest with somebody and be like, look. I couldn't tell somebody that. I could tell them if I told them like this. If I was like, you look beautiful. You should just look like this. Like, don't fake like you're like that. Uh -huh. I, that's, I'm that's a, I'm gonna start empowering way, yeah. the catfishes. Okay, you should. I like that. Yeah, yeah that's, that's nice. Good. I'm, I'm gonna a, start empowering a, the catfishes. Yeah, I like turn that. Turn into turn them into a salmon or a red stripe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a, a snapper. Like why you gotta use that voice? Uh, yeah. Salmon, red stripe. <laughs> <laughs> that's how he really talked. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Is fame everything you thought it would be? I don't know if I'm famous though. You know what I'm saying? But like, you can't walk like, through Central Park with your girl anymore like that. Yeah. Um. 
And it's been a, a elevation. And I think that's yeah, it's like the a slow way. build. Like I talked to um, Benny the Butcher one day, and and I like because all my my homies was like, he's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, you know the bros were saying like you cool as shit down to earth. And he's like, well, I've been like unpopular longer than I've been popular. <laughs> I've been unfamous longer than I've been famous. So I think it's kind of like something like that. But I do adjust to have like I it, I am adjusting to knowing like damn just going to the store like mm-hmm. shit different everybody know you like yeah and like if you say certain things like I I might have said something on this that like go crazy I'll be thinking I'm nobody still because right you can't I did so much shit as like nobody where it's like you know you just throwing rocks none of them shit just landing so. right. Mm-hmm. What I like about this is you empowering the catfishes. I think that's an now we're gonna empower the that's catfishes. That's a great initiative. For 2023, all 2023, we're empowering the catfish. I love it. You should, because that's like... You're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> You're beautiful. You're Just beautiful. stay the way you are. For sure. Now you Somebody have, would love you. You have Blanco 6 on the way. Yeah. What do you think is going to be the last um, out of all of the, the series? Um, do you have a number? Yeah, I'm going to go to seven, the God number for okay. sure. I'm going to go to seven. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go to seven. But like, I'm going to mix it up though. I'm going to start doing like different variations to my albums and shit like that. I might drop two different projects and then come back with mm-hmm. seven. You know, yeah. And you've been going on tour. So how's that experience been? And I see the ticket sales have been going up. Yeah. Yeah. That's, it's lit. Cause I, I really come from like being in a room like this and it's like only, that's my one fan right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, for real, I'm serious. Yeah. Like one person came, but that one person made me stay rapping. You did mm-hmm. not go to a show and have one person. I swear to God I did. You're bugging wild times. Are you serious? Facts. So this is amazing though. I do mm-hmm. want to like, we do got to give it up for that because. Yeah. No, I really come from like, like name on a flyer, pushing it for two months. And just my man in the net shirt is there. Like, <laughs> not even the Celtics. I swear, I swear, not even the Celtics. Like, it's crazy, though, for real. Oh, man. I had shows in, like, New Hampshire and shit. And, like, you know, the promoters I'm talking about, they got nice areas for me. You walk in there, the lights is going. Yeah. My name is on the banners and shit like yeah. that. And you walk I got a VIP them. section, bottles. No one. Damn. Oh. And that was, like, recent. What city do you think embraced you the most? Not recent. Let me be clear. That was like, you know, like, but probably like... Before the pandemic. Five, six years ago. Mm-hmm. What city... Um, what city embraced you That's the most? a grind. But like, like Boston embraced me, mm-hmm. you know, super, but like New York embraced the shit out of me. Yeah, because you have a lot of New York affiliations. Yeah, New York did it for me. Like, I love New York. I don't be caring what they talk about <laughs> in Boston with the Red Sox, Yankees. I don't care. I'm, all, I'm almost to the point I'm going to put a Yankee hat Ooh, on with no, the Red no, Sox. Oh, no. Hold on. But the, day I, the day I do that, I'm gonna lose like what, like whatever my follower count is. Like drop that off like by seventeen thousand. Um, but nah, um, I, I really love New York though, for real. Yeah, like they, they it, it put me on out here. You know what I mean? I got adapted to the hustle, how fast it was. Cause I used to take the little China bus out here, mm-hmm. and I would get off the bus, and people would be walking so fast. I'm like intimidated. Right? Like, Damn, mm-hmm. like this that's shit what I love crazy. about here. Yeah. And then yeah, you learn to this. love it. And once you're one of them New Yorkians, mm-hmm. whatever Yorkians. the phrase, New, New Yorkers, once you're one of the New Yorkians, okay. it's uh-huh. like moving at that pace. Mm-hmm. And you feel it. Like I would tell when my homies would start visiting me from from mm-hmm. Mass or whatever, walk, I'd be like, come faster. on, you walking like you're from Massachusetts, bro. We got to go. Like, 
happy walking like you put back. Nah, I really can't. I can't deal with the, the yeah. slowness anymore. Like when yeah. I walk, I walk fast. With I was already kind of like that. But now it's like in New York, when you walk out, I don't care if we walk out tonight, like mm-hmm. we're, all of us is going to walk, walk like we know where we're going. Yeah. Okay? Right. Like none of us are going to do that. Nah, walk. I said that being from New York and traveling, mm-hmm. like I remember my first few times going places and you're used to being in a rush. And we also don't make eye contact with people. Like, Hell if we yeah. don't know you. Yeah, that's what that's we, what I like about it. Like, I moved, mind to the, our business. I moved to the Bronx. And, like, mm-hmm. the one rule about the Bronx is, like, mind your business. You know what yeah. I mean? Because mm-hmm. I'm getting my that's hair. That's all New York. I was getting my hair cut on 138th. I'm in Sin City every night. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm really in the Bronx. But nobody <laughs> fucked with me. You moved to the Bronx because of Jadakiss, didn't you? Because he... And Yonkers is right no, there. No, uh, you know Seth Free from the compound? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he's the one who like found me and told me to come out there. Mm-hmm. And I found a little spot there, a little treacherous spot. <laughs> so how does it feel now? Like, how no, does it, it feel, feel it now? It feels like, amazing. Like, it, like, I cried on the plane once, for real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, a year ago, I was like, damn. Like I was just looking at... It was crazy, because I had just met Snoop. I just... I, I, I went to lunch with somebody super lit. And I... I a bunch of other shit happened. Wild industry people was on my phone. It's right around the time of Blanco Five, mm-hmm. and I I had actually got kicked off an airplane. So I'm with my, all of my homies, but it couldn't even ruin my mood. Like the, the <laughs> he lady said kicked. He said it couldn't even ruin. Why my did you mood? get kicked off the airplane? Because I was first of all, they booked me a coach, which is like I I flew coach my whole life. I'm not flying coach no more, like ever. So like, but I, I still sat in coach. <laughs> I made her sing coach. Uh, like a few years ago. It was, it was during the pandemic. It was during the pandemic. She was like, yo, we got to stop flying first class all the time. Now we're going to save first. a little bit of money. Now we're going first for life. $22. It was probably like $50. Yeah, that blows my mind. I was like, like and then yes, the man. window wouldn't come down. She was it so annoyed. She's like, look what you got me doing. I was like, it's okay. Never yo, again. Okay, go ahead. Nah, that Sorry. really blows my mind. <laughs> so, like, you know, my manager sees one of them. They sat me in coach. So. <laughs> I'm in coach. I'm like, all right, fuck it. And I'm coming from LA. Like, don't put me oh, on that's a coach a long, from LA. Coach LA yeah. Which is even on some like, bro, you're gonna put me next to like a drunk fan or something, like, right. or like just somebody who just wanna talk to And then to you me, feel like, like you gotta explain why you in coach. Like, yeah, you know, like I got sold all out time. last yeah. minute. I had to change my flight. Yeah, yeah so I can't believe know. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> Can't, can't believe I'm here. <laughs> so I had anyway. to get home. It was all I could do. And everything was sold out. You know. But, but um, hey, I'm here. <laughs> No, nah, I was on I was on coach and I forget the lady said something. No, I, I had a shiesty on. Because mm-hmm. I'm in coach. Right. You know, <laughs> you know I mean? So I got my shiesty with my eyes on tattoos. like this. And she's like, you gotta put a mask on. And I'm like, but I got this. And she's like, no, you gotta put a real mask on. And I'm like, all right, I'm gonna put a mask on. I start taking it. She's like, now. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, you an asshole. <laughs> and she was like, and just ran and they came back and he was like um she's saying you said curse words at her i'm saying i said no i said i'm not trying to act like an asshole <laughs> i flipped but they didn't believe it and they kicked me off but i got on another airline it was like alaskan or some weird shit but mm-hmm. I, I got on another flight and i was on that flight but i was in such a good mood from everything that was happening and i looked out the window i was still in coach but I looked out. Sit <laughs> <laughs> in the I window look, seat at least. Yeah, I, look, yeah. I looked out the window. It was like raining or some shit. And I was just like, damn. Like, I was just like, thank God. Like, like I just appreciate. Like, I can't believe that I made it. You know what I mean? This far that I really, like, thank you. Like, just for, like, letting me push through. Because I was, I might have quit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, thank you for letting me be so dumb. 
to keep going because you got to be like dumb to chase your dreams. You got to be like a little delusional. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because all odds against me, I'm going on an uphill battle with roller skates on for real. Mm-hmm. I don't got the bag. It's never been mm-hmm. done. A white guy rapping about no street matter. You know what I'm saying? Like check the files. You feel me? Um, uh, c- coming out of Massachusetts. Right. Like I'm talking about when you like weigh the odds, it's mm-hmm. literally like one in 10, 15, 20 million, maybe more. Right. I'm being like very modest with that stat because I really do the numbers, you know what I mean? But I was just looking out the window like, damn, like I can't believe like I'm here. Like this shit is crazy. I'm making a living off of rap, good living. Like I'm lit, like, you know That's what I mean? And is. after years of pain, like I took rejection. I took mad rejection in my life. I took the most rejection, the most. Well, that's the, good. The most, like, yeah. That's awesome. I, love I don't that. think there's another that's rapper that took more testament. motivation. That's so, really yeah. dope. Mm-hmm. Honestly, and we're glad that you're here. It was nice to meet you in person. Nah, for sure, y'all. Too. And sit down and have a You know where else I met you at? Where else? Uh-oh. <laughs> you mean it's Jay Electronica, right? Yeah. He just called. He just that's called. funny. So I had a show at the Paradise in was Boston. This? Oh, my God. This one we almost got arrested. But let me tell you, Maybe. He was standing outside him. talking to fans. Yes, and, and then the cops came and they kept trying to make everybody disperse. All right, so listen. So before that, I was like in the middle of the bill. It's like this 50 artists in Massachusetts, just to show you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I'm like somewhere like low in the pack, even in Massachusetts. <laughs> after grinding for a while. So, you know, I went and I rocked. And I guess Jay Elect was yep. in the building. And I... I rock that shit. I remember this and night. And I get off stage and I'm talking to a few people and he just come up to me. I just feel a tap on my, my shoulder and I turn around and it's Jay Electronic and he's like, bro, you fucking killed that, bro. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God. It's like one of the first famous people in me. And I'm like, oh, that's crazy. Thank you, bro. That really gave me, that gave me motivation for probably another two years. That's Every a, time like little shit happened like mm-hmm. that, it would give me Keeps motivation. Yeah, for another two years. I, I, and that's why okay. I never quit. Cause I, I would was, always yeah, catch I remember a that night. See what I'm saying? That was me. And I was on stage 90 million deep, my whole neighborhood. And that was I an rocked, amazing show. But people wasn't really rocking in the crowd like that, like they was, but it's like I was I gave him my all and he came up to me and gave me love. And that's why I always give like he um seeked me out of the crowd. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's Jay Electronica. Like yeah, he yep. walked, he, wherever he was at, he walked up to me and found me. And so I try to do shit like that, like for artists, if I feel it in Because it heart. meant something to yeah, you. Yeah, if I ever feel like you're doing something fly in life, like, you know what I mean? Like, I like how you coordinated your hair with your laces, with your, <laughs> like anything, like I'm going to give okay, somebody, just, I'm going to give somebody, yeah. I don't you believe, never know what's I don't believe in holding it in yeah, because right. even People need just that. him doing that. Yeah. That, that made me go for two more years. Yep. Yeah. And then I would have to retrace my timeline, but yep. whatever came after that made me go another two. And then I had to go another two, and then I had to go another six. Mm-hmm. Feel me I from love there, that. So. That's, I, I feel like God does that to keep us going. No, yeah. it's mm-hmm. God. He's going to drop that thing on yeah. you because he's going to forge you in the fire. Yeah. Who knows what you'll be doing. And when you yeah. least yeah. expect it too. Yeah, when you least when you expect, least expect it. Be like, sure, when you at the end. Because I got too many moments like that where yeah. it was like, keep going. You all right. And I'll be looking, I'm all right. So you drinking water, but I was going to say cheers to that. Yeah, no. cheers to that. Hold on. Cheers to that. Cheers right. to that. Because, baby, you yeah. just Well, Millie's Blanco yeah. 6. Yeah. Okay, make sure y'all check that out. And for we sure. love this. You know, we there's only one more of these coming out. And also for the tour dates, where can people go and get tickets? Oh, Millie's.com. Yeah. Millie, see, he got his own name on when's, the website. When's this coming out? 
Tuesday. All right. So, yeah, by Tuesday, the East Coast leg might be sold out, but go check it out anyways. And, Just show and up, West man. Coast, we're going to sell that Just out, Just show too. up. Show up. <laughs> right. That's what we like to say. Show and that night and in Boston, we, Jay Electronic, his mom came out there, too, by the oh, way. Oh, wow. Yes, his mom flew out. Shout out to, and rest in peace. That's my girl. R. But R. Um, he almost got arrested that night. And I had to calm it down. With the, the cops was acting wild because he was in front of the club. I remember. And he would not leave. And they were like, everybody go home, everybody go home. And he was like, no. Then he got in this cop's face because one of the cops was a black cop. And he was like, black man in his face. <laughs> I can't see him doing it. I seen like, him on Twitter make- the other day and he was saying, ask your favorite rapper if they believe in God. I sent, I sent, I sent one of them tweets to you. He was, he was at everybody. Yo, that's it, yeah. Huh, we yeah. love you, Jay Electronica. <laughs> love I had, you. you know what's crazy? I had to tell the cops. Thank you. Please leave him alone. I said, I think I said his dog just died. I said, I was saying anything that I could say because they were threatening to arrest him. And I was like, he's had a really rough day. I don't, but you know how you don't want to say somebody died that really exists? Right. <laughs> right. So I was like making anything up that wasn't too harsh. <laughs> But Millie's appreciate you for being there that night. We was there that night. Yeah. And thank you so much for coming through and having a good time and bringing out your drip. Okay? Look at this. The whole yeah, thing. So I see okay? the over there. Yeah, I had to. It's a big female demographic. <laughs> <laughs> Lip service with Angela Yee, the Jasmine Brands, Laura Moira, Millie's. Appreciate you so much for coming thank through. You. Appreciate you. All right. Cheers. All right, cheers. cheers. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girlbomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girlbomb grip and professional-grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girlbomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girlbomb. Available at conairgirlbomb.com or a retailer near you. Hey, girlfriends, it's me, Carol Fisher, back with another season of the global number one podcast, The Girlfriends. Last time, we investigated the murder of Gail Katz. This time, we're uncovering the identity of the woman who was buried in Gail's grave for a decade before she disappeared. Join me and the rest of the club as we tell her story. Listen to season two of The Girlfriends, Our Lost Sister on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Imagine you're a fly on the wall at a dinner between the mafia, the CIA, and the KGB. That's where my new podcast begins. This is Neil Strauss, host of To Live and Die in L.A., and I wanted to quickly tell you about an intense new series about a dangerous spy taught to seduce men for their secrets and sometimes their lives. From Tenderfoot TV, this is To Die For. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.